3: Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of CNJRadio.com. All right, so it is now time for part two of our top 40 albums of 2020. We're finally going to wrap up the year 2020, at least musically for now, with this list. I think it's a very quality list so i hope you're along for the ride with me right here we're gonna kick things off here with number 30. this is a band that's on their third record their third record was released uh, unfortunately for them the exact same week basically that everything got locked down on march 20th of 2020 but a really cool band that uh, i was turned on to i believe mark Striegel, my friend mark Striegel, was actually the one that hit me to them if i'm not mistaken uh, a band called lucifer So they're a European-based band, and from what I can tell, the only consistent member of the band so far is the lead singer. It's the project started by this lady. Her name is Joanna Sedanis. She's a German lady. I've never heard of her before, but she put together a pretty damn cool band. And they got especially on my radar this last year because uh, in the ever-rotating lineup of the band she added nick anderson of imperial state electric and of course formerly of the helicopters Uh, he's playing most of the instruments on this particular record it definitely sounds like he is so i dig that especially but i had actually heard the previous lucifer albums before and they're pretty damn good really cool throwback lo-fi hearkening back to the early days of metal especially from a production standpoint so i really dig this act and they seem to be getting better all the time so yeah they've got their third album out fittingly called lucifer three and it comes in here at number 30 on the top 40 albums of 2020 so here you go kicking off the show in fine fashion this is lucifer and the song ghosts the more I hear that, the more I love it. So yeah, this is one of those records, even though it came in at number 30, I still, it still scored very well. And, uh, you know, I will admit a handful of these records, you know, I may have only heard like two times, two to three times, maybe. But yeah, I got a feeling that that's going to be a favorite for many years to come there. So that was Lucifer and the song Ghosts from their new album, Lucifer 3. I said great to hear Nick Anderson playing on that record really adds a nice little extra element to it and uh Joanna's got a great voice so yeah go check out some Lucifer if you haven't yet moving on here to number 29 and a surprise comeback so this band like basically put out a surprise release uh, right at the beginning of the summer on June 23rd of 2020 I guess just you know I I have a feeling that because of the pandemic, a lot of these records actually happened, you know. I I don't know how many of them were planned beforehand, but I feel like this one happened for that reason, honestly. Because this band just, all of a sudden, after not putting out anything for over a couple of decades, like, they haven't put out a record in at least 20 years, uh, they just all of a sudden dropped this album out of nowhere. Uh, So I was very happy and surprised to get into this one right here. Uh, Now I'm called Inlet, and uh, the band is Hum. If you don't know Hum, you definitely should. Uh, People call them a shoegaze band, but they're just a really cool heavy rock band. You know, obviously with some alternative leanings. Uh, If you never heard that song Stars from the 90s, the the song that really broke through for them, uh, it's definitely one of the great rock songs of all time. It's just so damn good. Uh, But yeah, check out their whole catalog. They don't have a huge catalog at all. They only have a handful of records. But I'm glad they added to their catalog this last year. Inlet's pretty damn cool, and I just love the way their records sound. And it's just a wall of sound and just a wall of power. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into it right here. Turn this one up really loud. This is Hum from their latest album, Inlet, and the song is called Cloud City. right there bringing it at number 29 their album inlet go check out some hum go check out their old stuff if you haven't yet either all right speaking of bands that haven't put out an album in a long time this next band's got hum beat by a good decade so it's been almost 30 years since this band's last studio album and i definitely got to give randy brown of the synaptic empire audio transmissions which you can hear on cnjradio.com uh extra plug for that extra credit here i gotta give him credit for hipping me to this record because i was aware that it came out but you know i i just had that thing like first of all i i don't really follow this act actively i have a greatest hits collection i will admit it that's that's all i have by this band and you know i've enjoyed him in the past but i've never owned a full-length album by them so this wasn't like anything i was like excited to go listen to initially but Uh, randy really sold me on this record and he played something by it on his show because i listened to it not only do i produce it but i actually listen to all the songs and i was like wow and he was like this is a band that's not uh, you know trying to act like their old band and is relying on their past and you know i like it when a classic band still really brings it and still sounds hungry and they really do on this record it sounds cliche but it's absolutely true so this band that you haven't heard of probably since the '80s, the psychedelic Furs put out a new record on July 31st of 2020. It's called Made of Rain, and like I said, this band does not sound old. They sound like a, a pretty decently young band that still has a fire under them. So yeah, it's it's really cool, and you know the singer still sounds like he did back in the day. Uh, so yeah, and uh, also worthy of note here, especially on a hard rock based podcast is that this album was produced by Richard Fortas, who had been a longtime member of Guns N' Roses and done some other production work as well. So yeah, give this record a shot. I think you might like it. So here you go, coming in at number 28, this is The Psychedelic Furs, and the song I'm going to use to represent this album is the kickoff track from the record. This is The Boy That Invented Rock and Roll. psychedelic furs right there with the boy that invented rock and roll off of their latest album made of rain so yeah go check it out let me know what you think uh so yeah here's a divisive one (laughs) i don't put albums like this on my list to be controversial or to get attention Uh, you know this is another one i kind of went in and i was going to listen to this album and once again another cnjradio.com cohort here my buddy mark striegel I know for a fact that he's the one that pushed me into listening to this record, and I'm glad he did. I, I've quite enjoyed it. I've listened to it more than a handful of times. I've, I've become an active listener of this record because it's just so neat. And yeah, it's, it's new, it's modern, it's young, it's uh, young and skinny, as David Lee Roth would say, you know, kind of in a sense of this isn't exactly, you know, what rock and roll is all about or anything, but it's not boring. And that's kind of all I ask. That's why I don't like to play boring bands on the show. If I'm going to play a new band, I'd rather play a divisive band than a band that's just kind of like, you hear it on modern terrestrial radio and they just kind of lull you to normalcy. And just, I'm just not down with that. So you probably noticed that kind of, uh, at least somewhat of a trend here on Rock Strikes. And I say all that, and not to apologize in any way, because I think this band is legit, and they're easy to pick on because of their age, But uh, and I don't give them a pass because of that either. I just, like I said, I think this album is really interesting, and I dig it, and I find myself going back to it. So yeah, coming in at number 27 right here is the band Poppy. P-O-P-P-Y, not to be confused with Puppy, who is also awesome. They should tour together. (laughs) But yeah, their album, I disagree, it's their third album, came out right at the beginning of the year on January 10th of 2020, and you cannot put this band in any kind of box, for sure. That's another fun thing about them. They have styles that range all over the place. You know, sometimes they go into, like, uh, J-pop and J-rock, and sometimes they're just straight-up traditional Uh, but you cannot put your finger on it, and that's really cool, so you guys and Poppy continue to do what you do, and I'll give it a shot, so yeah, and you should too, so, and amidst all the craziness and all the manic, you know, like, youth angst of what's in this music, there are also some other flashes of just classic brilliance right here, so yeah this one i really dig and it's kind of towards the end of the album so it kind of centers everything you know (laughs) hard to explain you know music is hard to explain sometimes Uh, but this is one of my favorite songs on the record and it's it sticks out because it's it's a ballad so but yeah check it out maybe it'll kind of ease you into listening to this record as well so here you go this is poppy with sick of the sun (laughs) be right there with sick of the sun from their latest album i disagree there's also like i guess an expanded version of that album now called i disagree more or more is in parentheses but and it has an alternate cover and some extra songs so go check out either version i i've only heard the original record so that's what i can recommend i'm not sure about the extra songs on i disagree more but however listen to it i think it's a damn good record so All right, moving on here to number 26. You know, one of the icons, a legit icon, and we love him. Of course, with fame comes a lot of criticism, and I I, I really, there's not any of his albums that I just don't like. There's some I'm just kind of like, eh, about, but I've never just hated an album by Ozzy Osbourne. And I gotta say, like, people kind of ranked on this album here and there, Ordinary Man, and, you know, it's... uh, reeking of trying to appeal to the youth by, you know, his usage of Post Malone and Andrew Watt as a producer who produces a lot of modern acts. But I like Andrew Watt, by the way. If you've never heard his solo stuff, go check that out. And yeah, he's not a shredder, but I think he did a good job playing guitar on this album as well. Uh, It's neat that Ozzy kind of, you know, as much as I want him to, like, have that classic band again, like the Blizzard of Oz lineup, you know, just kind of putting together this band Uh, i'm sure andrew did but the band consists of andrew on guitar uh, duff mckagan on bass and chad smith on drums and supposedly they knocked this album out in less than a week and if that's the truth then man this album turned out really well for an album that was just kind of done on the fly Uh, so yeah i like ordinary man you know people talk about post malone being on there the It's a Raid song I have no problem with. I, I that bonus track, which is basically just a post Malone song with Ozzy guesting on it, that, that song I don't really have a lot of time for. But, you know, like the Elton John duet, that that's great. It's brilliant. It's like, you know, a great culmination of two icons coming together and doing this beautiful song, you know. So there's there's parts of Ordinary Man that I think is really worth your time uh almost overall as a whole record it's i like it you know and i've given it repeated listens because it's interesting it it's not boring uh, my only slight gripe on it is you know the fact that ozzy I, probably because of his health i mean he's never had the strongest singing voice because he's always had that great double track sound but that voice uh, that voice that he's always used in the studio is as synonymous as his uh, infamy so Uh, You can hear it on this record, but yeah, you can almost kind of hear that he's uh, not doing as great as he used to, so they're probably trying to hide it a little bit, you know, mask it with some technology. So that's the only gripe I really have on this record, but overall, like I said, I really dig it. Uh, So here's a cool song, and and there's a lot of good songs on this record. Ordinary Man's a great song. Under the Graveyard, of course, is a great song, but I really like this one right here, so I'm going to play it. This one's a nice, cool, heavy-ass song this is goodbye
2: do you have any memories
3: Goodbye by Ozzy, right there. Let's hope he's not saying goodbye, but uh, who knows? Like, there's always a handful of songs, uh, and and probably more than average on this particular album. Where, if uh, if this was it for the Ozman, then you know he's going out on a high note, and he's at least uh, letting us know that he loves us and all, all that other stuff. Anyway, not to get too sappy, but uh, I hope Ozzy lives forever. <laughs> we damn sure know his music will. All right, so moving on here to number 35 uh, is another British act, and uh, they're on their third album right here. It came out on October 16th of 2020. It is The Struts, and they're back to bring the fun with their album Strange Days. Uh, There's a handful of guest stars on this album, including on this song right here that I'm going to play for you and feature from this record. This one features the great Joe Elliott and Phil Collin of Def Leppard, and the no, the Struts never had a problem with trying to bring the glam rock, shall we say. But they definitely get a boost right here with some extra glam and just a little bit of Def Leppard on the side. So here you go. Here's the Struts with Joe and Phil. And the song is called I Hate How Much I Want You. Don't forget to sing along. Hello?
2: Luke. Yes, mate. It's Joe, King of the Leopards. What are you doing? Mate. Great to hear from you, Uh, basically me and the Struts boys were currently in lockdown recording this album in like 10 days and amazing that you just called because basically I have this big fat chorus that I need your big old pipes for baby, what do you say? I'm in sunshine, I'm in.
3: struts getting a little boost right there from phil and joe from def Leppard. that was i hate how much i want you from their album strange days also uh they include a fun cover of kisses do you love me like it's like the second track on the record Yeah, usually when a band does a cover that it tends to be kind of on the middle or second half of the record but i like that they just went for it right there so yeah it's a fun record go check it out i I like the struts i've always enjoyed their records so far Alright, moving on to something completely different, coming in at number 34, is this band right here, who put out their first album in a long time, it's been almost exactly 20 years, a little bit more, and we finally got the return of Mr. Bungle this year, Uh, but, you know, true to the nature of his unpredictability, Mike Patton gets Mr. Bungle back together, and it's almost like a completely new band, so... I really don't think you should judge this just based on the name Mr. Bungle, because they added Scott Ian and Dave Lombardo to their band. So by default, almost, by nature taking effect here, Mr. Bungle has basically become a thrash band. So, And also, to make it even extra weird, when they got back together, they started doing shows, and they took an old demo of theirs from the mid-'80s called The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny, and they started playing that material live so they liked it so much they decided to record the whole album by re-recording this old demo of theirs and like i said they're a thrash band now so yeah but you know it's cool to see like this amount of talent in one band and uh, the fact that mike Patton has his first thrash band of in his entire career better late than never right uh, so here's one. This is one of my favorite things on the record. It's just super fun, and it's so random and out of nowhere. Uh, but here's them doing uh, basically mostly a cover song right here. And this one's called Hypocrites slash Habla Español Es Muere. So, which translates into Speak Spanish or Die. See, so yes, it's a parody cover of S.O.D.'s Speak English or Die. So we're updating it for Modern Times and i'm on board with it so here you go this is mr bungle with hypocrites habla espanol muere. <laughs> Mr. Bungo right there, bringing the fun, bringing the wacky unpredictability into the top 40 here of 2020. Hope you enjoyed that. Speak Spanish or die. All right, so moving on here to number 33 is one of my favorite singer-songwriters of all time, Lucinda Williams. She put out her brand new record on April 24th of 2020. It was produced by Ray Kennedy and Tom Overby. It's called Good Souls, Better Angels. Uh, definitely lucinda likes to write from her heart and this is definitely of the times let's just say uh, let's just say there's uh certain songs that deal directly with the horribleness that's going on in this world but lucinda is a true writer a true artist a true country performer uh, people use americana because they don't want to use the word country but it, it's it's the heart and soul of americana much like r&b is it's it's both of those things gave way to rock and roll and I think Lucinda Williams belongs on a show like Rock Strikes 10 because she is a next-level talent. Uh, I, I The only stream show I paid money for this year was to watch her do an hour and a half of Tom Petty covers, and she did them brilliantly. Uh, so, yeah, she was a big part of my year here. So, yeah, and uh, this is a good record in her catalog, so I think you should go check it out. So, from Good Souls, Better Angels, this is Pray the Devil Back to Hell. <music>
1: You know inside the dark Behind these walls Yeah, inside the dark Behind these walls There used to be a spark But now the devil comes. And so I run somewhere I can hide my shame. I run somewhere. I can hide my shame. But I swear I hear him calling my name. He says, Come to me. Let's play some more. Says, Come to me, let us play some more. Wait till you see what I've got in store. Now, all my fears have fallen. I love it.
3: 23 right there. That was Lucinda Williams with Prayed the Devil Back to Hell from her new album Good Souls, Better Angels. I- I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you guys. I am recording this show really early in the morning because I got a full day ahead of me. And I- I'm now realizing that I've basically been saying 35, 34 when I should have been saying 25 and 24. So I'm going to give you a nice little recap here at the end of the show. I'm going to play this song and reset my brain. So Let's start, and I'm going to talk about the number 22 record here. Number 22 of the year 2020. And if my brain wasn't being weird enough, uh, my brain really doesn't know what year it is on top of everything else because I had a handful of acts that kind of came back into my life this year, and this is one of them for sure. So it's kind of one of the big comebacks of the year for me. And when I think of this band, I think of really fun times as a youth uh, when I was, in my teenage years, hanging out with my CNJ radio partner, Chris, but more importantly, my best friend in the whole world, when we first started hanging out hardcore, uh, we would hang out and listen to this band on his CD, Boombox, while playing PlayStation 1, and eventually even going to see this band a handful of times in the clubs and in the great venues of all time, like the Bronco Bowl and, and things such as that. So, uh, you know, I have a ton of nostalgia for the band Goldfinger. But not enough nostalgia to where I could give their whole catalog a pass because I didn't really have a lot of use for the band after their third record. And so I think their first three records are really solid, but they just completely fell off for me. And I even feel like from a creative standpoint, like John Feldman, the singer, he wound up doing a bunch of stuff. He basically diversified himself, and good for him because he's written a lot of hits for a lot of other bands and produced a lot of other big records. Hell, the guy wrote the last five seconds of summer records. So yeah, he's done very well for himself. And I applaud John Feldman for thriving in the music industry in the modern age. But it was definitely at the expense of Goldfinger. But I really feel like the pandemic here actually gave way to like, you know, having the band come back. They, they jammed on Zoom. They put some videos out. And I think there was some re-inspiration right here. And they brought it with their new album it's their eighth album called never look back so that's fitting no nostalgia just be good uh so yeah the album is called never look back it came out right at the end of the year here on december 4th 2020 and i think you should check this record out i really really dig it uh it's got a lot of energy to it so yeah here's the kickoff track from the record no better way to represent it this is infinite goldfinger right there with infinite from their latest album never look back you should definitely check it out okay before we get to the last song here a quick recap just to give you the official official ranking here for these albums oh my gosh yes let's recap coming in at number 30 was lucifer coming in at number 29 was hum coming in at number 28 was the psychedelic furs coming at number 27 was poppy coming at number 26 was ozzy osbourne 25 was The Struts, 24 was Mr. Bungle, 23 was Lucinda Williams, 22 was Goldfinger, and 21 is this band right here. Last band of today, we're going to talk about Lordy, and I've liked Lordy a lot in the past. I haven't liked a lot of their albums recently, but I think this new one right here is definitely one of the best they've ever done, probably their best overall since The Aracalypse. Uh, so they're always so fun and tongue-in-cheek, and I, I think they're great. Uh, on principle, I've always loved them. Uh, but they put out their brand-new record here on January 31st, 2020, fittingly on my mom's birthday. <laughs> this album right here, Kill Lection. And uh, their album titles never really mean anything other than just a fun play on words of what's going on at the time. So and This one it just has a cool kind of loose concept to it, uh, a day and the night of a radio broadcast. And there's a lot of great parodying of classic hard rock and heavy metal. You'll hear it on there. And they even do like full-length songs in the style of other bands. So this is a fun record. Really interesting. I recommend you definitely checking it out here. And this is really neat because I don't know how far this song dates back. uh, And I should know this as a big Kiss fan. But this song I'm going to play you here. Uh wound up being one of my favorite songs on my initial listen, but I had no idea that the song was written by Paul Stanley and Jean Beauvoir. And uh, so that just makes it extra cool. And on top of that, it features guest appearances by the great Michael Monroe, one of the greatest frontmen of all time. So how can you go wrong? Michael Monroe and Lordy on a song written by Paul Stanley and Jean Beauvoir. And a great way to close out the show here today So here's Lordy from the Killlection album. This is Like a Bee to the Honey. Lordy closing off the show right there at number 21 from the album Kill Lection. That was like a bee to the honey. Great song right there. A lot of fun. And everything on the album actually sounds pretty well diversified, even for a band like Lordy. Yeah, sure. It's got some, you know, horror classics on there, like Shake the Baby Silent and things such as that. And I just wanted to say that out loud. But (laughs) yeah, it's it's a fun record. So go get it. Lordy. L-O-R-D-I. Not to be confused with the... uh, modern Chantus lord who you could actually pronounce it the same way okay let's get out of here band i promise not to do a show this early ever again but we will be back tomorrow starting off the top 20 of 2020 it's gonna be good i can't believe it these albums are really good on the show today and they were only numbers 30 through 21 so so stay tuned till tomorrow and until then I'm going to send you over to my better half, Nola, and the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola.
0: We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, our new kittens Ruby and Ripley get a treat. We're on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. njradio.com You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. Talking Rock with Joey, and the great Mark Streakle of Talking Metal. And the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRusa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRusa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com/slash Band to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.